Hello everyone and welcome to Finance Today with RSFA. You are here with Cam Sinclair, just by his lonesome today. Rod has decided to uh, leave me high and dry. Just kidding. Um, he's got other activities that needed to be done. But um, yeah, welcome and I hope you enjoy today's episode as we go over just a few um, points around why someone should use a mortgage advisor because it's a pretty good question to be honest you sort of have two options in the home loan industry and that's either to go straight to your bank which a lot of people do or use an advisor to kind of look at various products that banks offer and match that up with your scenario and try and line you up with the bank that should suit your um, borrowing needs more adequately than maybe just the, the bank that you're currently with. So on that note, I have a, a few points that um, me personally, and I had a bit of a collaboration with our social media genius, Abby, prior to this, as she is almost a first home buyer, um, just to see what people may be interested in knowing about uh, working with a mortgage advisor and just some some things that we do that may differ from uh, going directly to a bank. So firstly, we're here from start to finish of your home buying process. And as Abby actually asked, she said, hey Cam, when is the best time to actually approach an advisor? Like, do we do it uh, when we've found a house? Do we do it a year out while we're still planning? And to be honest, the answer is whenever um, I have, clients approach me that have found a property, they've placed a conditional offer, and it's all go from day one. I also have other clients that have a good amount of savings, they're probably 80% of the way there to being ready, and maybe six months to a year out from actually buying. And that's also fine. Um, part of my job is to prepare people and in that scenario, also assist with a, a savings plan, potentially look at the KiwiSaver, make sure they're in the right um, fund. You don't want to be in too much of an aggressive fund if your goal is to buy a house within the next 12 months because um, the volatility is just a bit too much, especially if you are fully 100% relying on KiwiSaver. Um, a large market dip would have a pretty adverse effect on your ability to buy a house. So those are all things we look into. Um, we're also there just for questions and assistance throughout the, the process, especially with first home buyers, there are quite frequently a lot of questions. Um, the the mortgage kind of process is quite, um, there's a lot of jargon involved and a lot of technicalities. So you might hear banks or other professionals on YouTube or whatever you listen to or Spotify talk about various um, acronyms like LVR or DTI, all these kinds of things. And at first glance or upon first hearing these, you're sort of sitting there like, what on earth do they mean? So that's also my job to explain things, um, explain how deposits work, how much deposit you need for a certain type of house. There's a lot, but um, yeah, it's all part of the process and all something that we as advisors are more than happy to help people with. One of the key things that I personally think advisors offer that hugely benefits their clients is we have access to 
all main bank lenders. Um, whereas if you were to go by yourself, you would typically just approach the bank that you're currently with, with for your everyday banking. Um, this is especially important for people with scenarios that probably aren't super straightforward. So if you're just buying a, a property, you've got 20% deposit, it can service. That's what I would consider a, a straightforward, you know, plain Jane application. If you have other needs, like maybe less than a 20% deposit, or you're self-employed, or you have a lump sum of cash and you don't know whether to put it towards a house or put it in an offset, uh, offset facility, that's when talking to an advisor has its benefits because we know the banks that offer products that would suit uh, your needs more. And if you aren't already banking with the bank that offers one of those products, then it may not be in your best interest to take out your home loan with them. So that is point number one as to why I use a broker. It's just we have access to more than one lender. Um, also in the non-bank space, uh, which is more for weird and wonderful applications in terms of construction, um, that sort of thing, or rental properties. Um, but you do get the occasional first-time buyer that um, will go through a, a non-bank due to various reasons. The second thing is mortgage advisors are most of the time cost-free to the client. Um, I say most of the time because there are instances where a non-bank is used for funding and sometimes non-banks don't pay advisors commissions and in these instances the advisor is forced to charge a fee to the client as that is our way of earning money and making a living um, whereas main banks do pay commission on new borrowing so that is how we get reimbursed for our time and efforts on an application um, I guess to go along the lines of fees, these aren't advisor-related costs, but this was another thing that Abby brought up, actually. And she asked, hey, Cam, so mortgage advisors, yeah, we understand they are most of the time going to cost um, the client or herself nothing, but are there any other costs that uh, buyers should be aware of? And yes, in almost every uh, property transaction or mortgage transaction there'll be lawyers fees involved um this is for new purchases refinances potentially other scenarios top-ups are probably the only ones that don't require lawyers although there are some top-ups that do if there's um a bit of restructuring going involved uh restructuring involved at the same time so lawyers fees can range from a thousand dollars to fifteen hundred depending on what lawyer you use. Um, so it's good to maybe ask around and see see what a potential lawyer is going to charge you. Um, and then in terms of building reports and valuations, those are probably the two other most common costs that people will incur when buying a house. Builders reports are more so a personal choice and that'll be part of your due diligence um, in a conditional offer. And although not mandatory, they are most of the time recommended just it gives the buyer the peace of mind that the property they're buying is safe i guess and you're not buying just something that could potentially cost you a lot more in the future 
and valuations are generally a bank required condition and this will be if it is a new build property or if your deposit is less than 20 percent banks will like uh banks will request a valuation and sometimes just if the property is a bit uh out of the ordinary um and not sort of just a standard house or townhouse they will require a um valuation as well and lastly this is another question brought up by Eddie, but timeframes. So really I count a timeframe from the time of the application being submitted to the bank getting back to us with a, a final pre-approval. It, it varies hugely between banks and also it's somewhat cyclical. So last year, um, early 2020 when the, how, uh, 2021, sorry, when the housing market was booming and everyone was wanting to buy a house, banks were taking two weeks, sometimes even more to assess pre-approvals. And that's just because their capacity was well overloaded. Whereas now in what are we late, late 2022, um, the market has obviously slowed down in New Zealand and banks have a bit more capacity. So at the moment we're finding that probably a week is the maximum you're getting best case scenarios, one to two days uh, with some lenders. So that's the kind of time frame you can expect uh, it changes hugely. So it's probably ideal just to ask your advisor at the, the time of application on how long um, they expect it to take. Because yeah, as I say, it does change um, depending on how the housing market's going and other factors as well. Interest rates rising doesn't help people gaining a pre-approval. And so, yeah, those are just a few points that I wanted to relay to everyone on why to use an advisor. We're always here to, to answer questions, more than happy to take phone calls. We frequently work past 5 p.m. because obviously most people work nine to five and we know that after 5 p.m. is usually the, the best time for people to be in touch. So more than happy to have a chat after hours or even on the weekends, um, the joys of being self-employed, I guess, but no. More than happy to always be there for assistance. And yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this brief solo podcast about the benefits of using a mortgage advisor. And feel free to get in touch on our website or any of our social media platforms for more information. 